welcome to Moments in Time and Space, a microfiction podcast, bringing you tales of horror and suspense with your host, Aaron Miracle. Hello everyone. Country roads can be lonely at night. These solitary stretches of asphalt do not see many visitors. Occasionally, these roads become the hunting grounds of things that were not meant to be. They have to become a problem. Someone has to deal with them. Catalina sat on a motorcycle and sucked into some of the night air through her open visor. She was parked on the shoulder of a lonely country road, surrounded by tall trees and alone with her thoughts. There were a million other things she would rather be doing than taking a drive down a dark road in the middle of the night, but none of those things would pay her bills. Catalina just hoped this job would be as easy as the contract made it out to be. Her watch vibrated as she pulled down the edge of a black leather glove. The timepiece flashed 12 o'clock as it pulsed on her wrist. Catalina silenced the alarm and fired up her motorcycle. It was time to go to work. The machine kicked up dirt and gravel as Catalina guided it onto the road. She eased the motorcycle up to a good cruising speed and settled in for the ride. Vibrations from the engine massaged her body and she began to enjoy the tranquility that surrounded her. Just a girl on her bike, speeding into the night. A flash of green in a rearview mirror broke Catalina out of her serenity. It was so distant that it looked like a firefly bouncing in the air. The green orb began to grow as it grew closer to Catalina. She could barely hear another engine over her own bike's engine, but it was there. Deep, powerful, somewhat natural, more like a growling than a rumbling. The bright green orb filled the rearview mirror and then vanished as the vehicle belonged to pulled up alongside Catalina. She glanced over and saw another motorcycle or what once was a motorcycle. The frame was twisted, and most of the exposed metal was marked with deep dents. The wheels looked like a pair of bent rims that should be kicking up sparks, but there were none. The rider astride the twisted machine wore a simple open face helmet and biking leathers that were little more than shreds of fabric. Skeletal limbs could be seen through the gaps in the clothing, and a soft green glow emanated from the bones. The rider turned its head and revealed a brown stained skull under the helmet. Its mouth was agape, and it revved its engine. Callie ignored the thing and turned her attention back to the road in front of her. The skeletal rattle read its engine again, and Callie refused to acknowledge it. The twisted bike moved closer to Catalina, and its unearthly rider reached out. It grabbed Catalina's arm for a moment before it jerked its hand back. The sleeve of Catalina's riding jacket was covered in cold wrought iron studs shaped in various religious symbols. Where the thing had grabbed her, the studs glowed white before fading. If their engines were silent, the skeletal rider would have heard Catalina's chant in Latin as they rode. It would not have made a difference if the thing could have heard Catalina, because the chant was not a source of her power. It was her belief in the words Catalina spoke that gave her power. The power to deal with things like this phantom rider who had terrorized this stretch of road far too long. It was Catalina's turn to strike, and she weaved into the twisted bike that rode beside her. As the machines touched, flashes of white light erupted from the contact and lit up the night as if the sun had come out. Catalina moved in to strike again, but a skeletal cyclist accelerated away from her. The pale green glow of its taillight was beginning to shrink as the twisted machine gained speed. Catalina pushed her bike to go faster, and soon the phantom cycle was only a few feet in front of her. The unearthly thing glanced over its shoulder once or twice, only to be met with Catalina's intense stare. Moment by moment, the distance between the two bikes shrunk a few inches at a time. When it looked like Catalina was going to strike the rear wheel of the phantom bike, it suddenly vanished. Catalina slowed down, and circled back to where the thing had disappeared. She parked her bike on the shoulder of the road and shut it off. Now, it was time for the hard part. 
After collecting a flashlight and some of the items from her saddlebags, Cantley began to scour the side of the road. It took some time, but she managed to find a deep rut cutting through the shoulder of the road, along with some crushed foliage. This was the beginning of the trail of breadcrumbs that would hopefully lead to the big score. The overgrowth was not thick, but Catalina made slow progress as she ventured through the woods. Every few feet, there'd be another minute sign that she was on the right path. Tore up plants, rust in the ground, even a bit of debris. After the better part of an hour, Catalina found herself standing next to a large tree. Part of the bark facing the road had been tore off, and the wood beneath it was blackened. The ground around it had been disturbed by the work of many people. Catalina swept the air around the tree in a broad circle and mapped out the center of the disturbed earth. This was the place. Let's get this over with, Catalina muttered. She pulled a vial out of her pocket that held a clear liquid and removed the cork with her teeth. With a gentle flicking motion, Catalina began to sprinkle the water around the clearing. She put the words to consecrate the ground beneath her feet and a few more prayers that usually sent restless souls on their way to the next existence. The vial liquid was soon empty and Catalina sighed as she examined her handiwork. This job had been more difficult than Section H had let on, and she was going to make those tourists pay a premium to settle up. Be careful what roads you travel at night. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Twitter at Moments in TAS. Feel free to recommend this podcast to others and help it grow. The opening and closing theme is Creepy Night by Daniel Carlton. Until next time, be safe, be smart, and be well. See you soon.